Welcome to the House of God podcast presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. We'll share sermons to help you get to know a different Chippewa Valley church each week and to keep you up to date with the Collective Choir. I'm Shane Spencer, and here's your host, Zachariah Putney. Hello there. Welcome to the House of God podcast. This week, it is Gateway Church Eau Claire. Gateway Church Eau Claire is conveniently located on Gateway Drive in Eau Claire. You can find them online at gatewaychurchecwi.org. The pastors at Gateway are Billy and Marcia Gibson. I almost thought we had two musical names in a row, going from James Brown to Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, but not quite. Billy Gibson. Pastor Billy's sermon this week is on keeping your eyes up. Here it is. We're talking about starting with part two today on eyes on you. How many know we can never go wrong for having our eyes on the Lord? Come on, make this your prayer this morning. Say, I'm a believer, not a doubter. My heart is open. My mind is ready. Make me better today, God. In Jesus' name. Going back to 2 Chronicles 20, verse 12, Jehoshaphat, he's praying this amazing prayer, but he says this, talking about an eye-opener. He said, oh, our God, will you not judge them? He's talking about all the multitude of nations that have come against them, trying to annihilate Judah. Remember, Judah means praise. The enemy always wants to knock out praise first. Don't let him do it. Always praise God. Amen? They said, we don't have no power against this great multitude that's coming against us. Just so honest. Nor do we even know what to do. But, boy, here's the key. Our eyes are on you. Father, help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to do that, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. We have no power against this great multitude that's coming against us. We don't even know what to do. I begin to think about people today that are dealing with stuff like this right now. Some of you might be dealing with this right now. Where you feel like you're heavily outnumbered. It doesn't look like you're going to make it. Doctor's report says it doesn't look good. Circumstances tells us that it's all over. But I'm telling you, we've got to put our eyes on Jesus. I, I, I love the story. I've, I've never forgot it when I heard it. A man walking out of a Colorado courtroom that lost everything. When he walked out of the courtroom, he put his hand up and looked up and he says, this changes nothing between you and me. Wow. How many know God's our source? It reminded me of Job when one after another servants came in and they said, you lost your family, you lost your, your herds, you lost your homes. I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I always wondered how most of us would act with just one of these things happening. But bad news after bad news after bad news. And Job 1 verse 20 says, But Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground and, and to worship. Wow. See, most people would be saying, Lord, why did this happen? Lord, I thought you loved me. Why, why is this going on? I'm, I, I'm angry at God right now. But he worshiped. And he said, I came naked from my mother's womb, and I'll be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I have, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm telling you, he had his eyes on the Lord. It's the only way you and I are going to make it. In other words, today I want you to start looking in the right places. 
So many people look into the news that can promote fear. This will cause you to take your eyes off the Lord. It's okay to listen to news, but man, don't just feed on it. Feed on God. Feed on His Word. Colossians 3 verse 1 says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. I've told you this before, but I'm going to share it again because it's so important. Listen, when you're going through it, when you're in a battle, don't look down. Looking down can get you down. Because looking down brings depression. You feel like there's no way out. It's a live enemy. I'll never forget hearing a psychologist share about how the number one thing that caused depression was a person who's turned totally inward. But he said the number one thing to get them out of depression is turned totally outward. And I would say upward. Amen? So don't look down and don't look out. Around our world today, if you look out, and you know what's going on in our world today with this, from COVID-19 to wars and rumors of wars and things like this. Listen, man, it can, it can bring discouragement. And the word discouragement means to lose heart. So the answer is not looking down. It's not looking out. Always it's looking up. Why? Because the enemy can never cut off our source. That's why I'm encouraging you, get your eyes on the Lord. Praise God. Our eyes are on you. I love the way... He said that. He said, we don't have any power against this great multitude that's coming against us. We don't even know what to do. But our eyes are on you. You know why? Because God doesn't get it done. It's not going to get done. We spend so, many, so much time worrying and talking with other people about it and all this. When the answer was there all the time, just keep your eyes on the Lord. I remember when my son Jared, I, I couldn't reach him. I didn't know what to do. I've given, I've fasted, I've prayed. It just seemed like he kept, kept getting further and further and further away from God. And then that one night on a Sunday night in, in, in uh, Toronto, New Mex- Toronto, I was going to say New Mexico, yeah. Toronto, Canada, I was praising the Lord. And the Lord said, I want you to look to me, not to your son. Look to me and begin celebrating my victory as you're looking to me over your son. That changed everything. And God delivered him within a couple of weeks. God's a miracle worker. Look up. Zechariah 4, 6. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. He says, it's not by my nor is it by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. That's it. It's not by all this other stuff. It's by God and God alone. When you're surrounded by the enemy, not knowing what to do, victory looks impossible. Jehoshaphat feared But I'm so glad, and I told you last week, he didn't stop there, but he set himself to seek the Lord. It literally means he set his face on the Lord. The word seek means to to tread, to frequent. He, He was seeking the Lord. He was treading and frequently visiting the Lord. And listen, when you do that, you can't go wrong because in his presence there's fullness of joy. And so the question this morning is, what are you looking at? Heard people say that before. What are you looking at? Every day we make choices. Either our eyes are on God or our eyes are on the problem. Stop looking at the problem. Stop looking at the problem. You won't find the answer there. I love it. I read this article this week. I want to share it with you because it goes right along with what I'm sharing this morning. Experienced animal trainers take a stool with them when they step into a cage with a lion. How many know I'd be taking a little more than that? First of all, I wouldn't be getting in there. You'd have to push me in there. And don't even play me like that. Why a stool? It tames a lion. 
When the trainer holds a stool with its legs extended towards the lion's face, the animal tries to focus on all four legs at once, and that paralyzes him. I'm telling you this morning, fear will paralyze you. But listen to this. When he said this, this really jumped out at me. Divided focus always works against you. Divided focus always works against you. Jesus said, a house divided cannot stand. I'm telling you, get your eyes on the Lord. You've heard me say this before, but it's such an awesome truth, and I think about it pretty much every day. When my friend did his thesis for his doctorate on, on the greatest commandment in the Bible, the first and greatest commandment, have no other God before me, he said it literally meant this, let nothing come between our kiss. And I thought about that this week. It could be something as thin as a sheet of paper to stop your kiss. It could be as large as the ocean. Carrie Job wrote a song entitled First Love, one of my favorites. And one of the verses, it says, perfect union, nothing in between. Nothing in between. What have you allowed to come between your kiss? I can tell you right now, this morning, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Jesus said, if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul, what have you gained or what could you exchange for your soul? Let nothing come between your kiss. David said in Psalms 56, verse 9, when I cry to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. They're not on the enemy. And see, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to get you to look to him or the circumstances or look down and tell you there's no way out. God always, he makes a way where there seems no way. He'll make a way out. That's why you want your eyes on the Lord. We don't know what to do. We don't know which way to turn, but our eyes, as we choose to have our eyes on you, Lord. I love verse 13. After Jehoshaphat prayed this amazing prayer, Verse 13 says, Now all of Judah, all of praise, with their little ones, their wives, their children, they stood before the Lord, standing. What was praise doing? Praise, praise. Praise is God. They're standing. They're looking to the Lord. They just made the statement, we don't know what to do. We have no power against this great multitude that's coming against us, but our eyes are on you, so we're just going to stand here praising you. Stand looking at the Lord, not the enemy, not the problem, not the sickness, not the fear, not the situation. the Lord. I love that, that song that Fanny Crosby wrote, one of my favorites of all times, the hymn that she wrote, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. One of the verses says, we're waiting, we're watching, we're watching and waiting. Think about that for a minute. I'm watching and waiting, looking above. Remember, she was blind. Watching and waiting, looking above. We get so many things go for our attention every day. We get so busy. We get distracted. And the enemy loves it. You play right into his hands if you don't take time every day to intentionally look to the Lord. The sermon will resume after a testimony from the collective choir. The collective choir has been such a blessing in my life. I have children of ethnic background. In grade school, we've had issues with them being called racial slurs. Uh, my husband and his jobs in town have had a lot of issues with racial slurs. And um, just the way that we're treated when we go out has been, you know, exceptionally distasteful. 
The choir is the first of its kind where they are bridging the gap between people of different backgrounds, different races, different ethnic back backgrounds. And I appreciate so much what they're doing in this community to make people feel welcome, needed, wanted, and knowing that God loves each and every one of us. I appreciate what they've done and also giving me the confidence to exclaim praises to Jesus through song. So thank you, choir. You know, I hate hearing that that's happening in the Chippewa Valley, but I know it is. Definitely not the first account I've heard of friends getting mistreated, or brothers and sisters. I love being a part of a community that in some small way can bring a little bit of healing, a little more unity between different parts of the body of Christ. You know, different denominations, different races, different political backgrounds, ages. It's a beautiful thing when we come together. Let's get back to the sermon here. Gateway Church, Pastor Billy Gibson. Looking up brings encouragement. It'll bring you victory. It'll bring you peace and joy. It'll bring direction. No wonder you don't know which way to go if you're not looking at your master. Looking up reminds you that God is far above it all. That's one wonderful thing I love about it. He's above it all. No matter how big that problem or situation might look, no matter how impossible it might be, he's so far above it. Praise God. And you know what else is happening? Not only do I, am I encouraged on that, but I'm encouraged that he is looking at me. He's looking at you. Praise God. Stand praising. That's what Judah did. Praise takes you into God's presence. Remember, enter his gates with thanksgiving, come into his courts with praise. And so I'm standing there, I'm looking to God, I'm praising him, and what happens? Next thing you know, you're in his presence. And it can be anywhere. It doesn't just have to be in a church. You can be driving down the road. You can be in a coffee shop. You can be at work, and just internally, you're, you're worshiping God. And all of a sudden, his presence comes on the scene. And it, let me show you how that works. It's so cool. Verse 13, they're standing there praising. Verse 14 says, then, everybody say then. Then the Spirit of the Lord came. Wow. I'm going to stand here with my eyes on the Lord. I'm going to take time just to look at him, and then the Spirit of the Lord will come. And boy, did God have some good news. You know what he said to him? You don't even need to fight in this battle. I just want you to stand still and see. See, they're looking. The goodness of God. See the greatness of God. Praise God. Don't panic. When you're going through it, praise. Don't panic, praise. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith is what the Bible says. Remember our vision for last year? Fixing our eyes on Jesus and following his presence wherever that takes us. This came, God gave this to us before COVID ever even broke out. God was telling us something. And this year, what has it been? Being led by the Spirit. So we want to fix our eyes on the Lord. Follow his presence wherever that takes us as we're being spirit-led. Hallelujah. 
Psalms 123 verse 1 says, I lift my eyes to you, O God, enthroned in heaven. How many times do we read the Bible where he says, seek my face? Psalms 27 8 says, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. I will frequent. I will, remember, tread. That means to stay in place. Praise God. I love Malachi 4, verse 2, but to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. You know that word healing means several things. It means a medicine. It means a cure. It means deliverance. Praise God. He said, and you will go free, leaping for joy like calves led out of to pasture. You farmers know what I'm talking about there. Philippians tells us in 4.8, the NLT version, keep your thoughts continually fixed on Jesus. Hebrews 12, how many times have we read that? Verse 1 and 2 says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. One translation says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. In other words, what we do, we glance at the problem, but we gaze on the Lord. That's what I'm trying to get you to do today. If you... If you're constantly glaring and looking and gazing on the problem, that's all, you're gonna, that's all that's going to come out. But what you do, you glance at the problem, but then you go back to, no, but Lord, you're above it all. There's not one thing you can name this morning that God's not far above. Not one thing. Gaze on the Lord. Psalms 34 verse 5 in the Passion Version says, Gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear the shame face again. I like that, when you have your eyes on the Lord. No matter not what comes your way, just fix your eyes on Jesus. Remember that story I told last week about little Avery? She just kept looking back to her grandmother. Every time Bruce would torment her, take her, her doll. I can see Bruce doing that. He'd take her doll, and he'd go, mine. She wouldn't, wouldn't say a word. She'd just go, the grandmother would be over here, and she'd go, Bruce, give her that doll back. And she'd come get it and give it back to her, and Bruce probably did it a hundred times. But she never said a word. You know what? The enemy will come at you and come at you and come at you and come at you, but all you got to do is go, mm, I'm going to look here. Praise God. How do we do this? How do we look, fix our eyes on the Lord? We do it with our praise and our worship. David said, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. The prophet said to his servant, remember when he saw when they were surrounded? The next day they got up and they're surrounded by the enemy. And the prophet, the, the, the servant, he was so upset. He, did you see? Did you see what's going on? And you know what the prophet said? He said, Lord, open his eyes. And all of a sudden he saw angels and, and all, around, all around the enemy. And how many know? It's like that song we sing. It says, this is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Come on. Don't make me break it down and start singing right now. Don't be moved by how it looks. Be moved by what you know in God's word. Praise God. There's more for us than those that are against us. In fact, the Bible says, if God is for me, who can be against me? Mark 16 says it this way, verse 17. And these signs, Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe. 
In my name, that word in means a fixed position. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up servants. If they drink anything daily, will not hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. What's this all in Jesus' name? Keep your eyes on the prize. I was reading a little cartoon I thought was cute this week. Lucy just dropped another fly ball, and she goes out to the pitcher's mound, and she tells Charlie Brown, sorry I missed that easy fly ball. I thought I had it, but suddenly I remembered all the others I've missed. Then she said something I thought was pretty, pretty profound that we all need. Yeah, you can leave here and say, Pastor preached on Charlie Brown. She said, the past got into my eyes. That's a great statement, isn't it? Don't let the past get in your eyes. Paul said, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. And here's the question. You know this is right, what I'm preaching. So the question is, what is blocking your view? What's blocking your, your view? 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 says, Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Let's be watched, let's be alert. That song that we used to sing years ago in church said, Turn your eyes upon Jesus and the things of this earth will go strangely dim. That's so true. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you, Lord. And then look at verse 22 of Second Chronicles 20. Now when they begin to sing and to praise, remember the Lord said you won't even have to fight in this battle. What are they doing? They're singing and they're praising. That's what Judah does. That's what praise does. It said the Lord set ambushes against the people. How many know right there we could just put a period and go, it's over for the enemy? Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, and who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Psalm 60, verse 12 says, Through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. So there again, get your eyes on the prize. Get your eyes on the Lord. When my mother passed away, I took it so hard, and I grieved for a long time. And one day, God spoke to me, because if you're not careful when you go through grieving like that, there's a season to talk about all the what-ifs, and I wish I would have done this, I wish I would have done that, I wish I would have came home more often to see her, and so on and so forth. But the Lord spoke to me one day and said, I want you to stop looking back, and I want you to start looking up. And that changed my life. Because I realized looking up is now and forever, everlasting. She's in heaven. She's not sick anymore. There's no issues anymore. She's with the Lord forever. So the Lord said, don't look back anymore. Look up. Praise God. When you keep your eyes on the Lord, you're constantly reminded that he's above it all and his eyes are on you. I love the way he told Moses, and the priest, how to bless the people. He said, tell them to bless the people like this. Number 6, verse 24. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Think about that. Remember, I told, I told you he's looking back at you. And let him and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Wow. You know, the goldsmith, when he has a fire underneath a pot of gold and he's trying to remove all the impurities, he heats it up. And the impurities start rising to the top, and he skims them off, and skims them off, and skims them off. You know when he knows that it's been uh, that he's got all the impurities out is when he can look down into the gold, 
and see a reflection of his face. I believe when we get to that place where we just say, Lord, our eyes are on you and his eyes are on us, that things begin to change like never before. Praise God. When he can look at our lives and people say, I see Jesus in that person. Come on, let's stand together. God, you are awesome. Lord, forgive us for the times that we've taken our eyes off of you. Many times. And yet, Lord, when we get in trouble or when there's trying times that come, we immediately go back to looking at you. And Thank you that you've been there, that you're a very present help in times of trouble. Thank you for that. But, Lord, help us to every day get our eyes on you. Help us no matter what we go through. Like your word says, we're not to worry about anything, but we're to pray about everything. So whatever we're dealing with, whatever we're going through, help us like little Avery, Lord, just to whip our head around and look to you on no matter what we're dealing with, knowing that it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by your spirit, says the Lord. Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you for helping us this day to look to you. In Jesus' name, come on, let's praise God. Thank you, Pastor Billy Gibson, for sharing that sermon with us this week. Gateway Church, Eau Claire, on Gateway Drive, gatewaychurchecwi.org. Check them out there online, listening to all their sermons. Thanks again so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys. Please check out our music on Spotify. We got more cooking up in the studio. Check out our website, collectivechoir.org. Click the donate tab if we're blessing you and you feel led. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all the sites. God bless you. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the House of God podcast presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. To find out more about the Collective Choir or the church you heard about in this podcast, please follow us on Facebook or visit www.collectivechoir.org.